guys, welcome back to Off Topic with Caitlin and Linnea. And today we have a very special guest. Drum roll, please. Ryan White, my dad. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. I look forward to having a great time with you young women. (laughs) (laughs) We look forward to having a great time too. All right. So today we are talking about the importance of grace, not only with others, but also ourselves. Um, And my dad and I were talking about this when we were coming up with episode ideas, and we thought this would just be a fun one to have him special guest on. He's got some good insight. Um, yeah, Caitlin, any other? Um, not really. All right, guys, let's get off topic. All right, guys, so today's topic is about grace, about being graceful with others, but also being graceful with yourself. And as we said in the intro, we have a special guest. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad to be a part. My name is Ryan. Did you want to yeah introduce sh- yourself, yourself? Tell a little bit about yourself. Yep. So I'm married to Carrie. We've been married for uh, coming up on 29 years. That's a long time. <laughs> yep. Coming up. <laughs> yep. And uh, we have four kids, of which Linnea is one. I'm an adopted one. Mm-hmm. Right. You had sister a sister nice from tr- another sister. <laughs> What? <laughs> you, you did have a nice trip to Florida. Mm-hmm. And that nice little hangout, girls hangout time in Florida. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. saw pictures. Yep. Looks like you guys had a blast. It was very fun. Was a lot of fun. of fun. A lot of laughs. A lot of joy. Maybe even a little grace. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Way to tie it in. Anywho, your introduction. <laughs> yep. More about yourself. What do you do? Um, I am a pastor. I've been a pastor since 2000 as a, uh, of a church. So I started out as a youth pastor, and then I was a singer, single solo pastor. That's a deal, I guess. So I was a pastor of a small church in the middle of the state for... Middle of nowhere. Yep, close to the middle of nowhere. And then uh, we've been here in Ludington for the past eight seven years? years, coming up on eight, eight years. Time really goes fast. Mm-hmm. So, yep, it's going real fast. But really love what I do, and... Um, I got saved when I was a little kid, but God's been growing me and helping me to take steps of obedience and kind of surrender more of my life to Him over the time that I've been walking with Jesus. And mm-hmm. um, just a lot of good life experiences, some hard life experiences, but yep, I'm really grateful to be here today and kind of talk about, now. yeah, to talk about grace. Mm-hmm. So with grace, how has starting it off, because the goodness of great the good blah, 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 blah. the goodness of God is God's grace. How has God shown His grace to you throughout your life? As you talked about, you know, being a younger pastor, all that type of stuff. Oh wow! So you guys are actually interviewing me. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like I'm on the spotlight. <laughs> so um, I grew up with a dad that didn't really go to church with us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably heard stories about that, but. Um, my dad was a really hard worker, a really good dad, but then he didn't really do faith very much. Mm-hmm. And so God provided me with uh, other guys, uh, other men in my life to kind of be my spiritual dad. So one of those guys' names was Tom Hammond, mm-hmm. and he he did a really good job. He was just great. And then there's another guy named uh, Steve Weber, and mm-hmm. uh, he was a good—I learned how to be a youth pastor from him. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, another guy's name is Mark Shaw, um, and he's really—he's been a good friend for 
I don't know, over 20 years or something like that. So Mm -hmm. he's really good. So God like gives you what you need. You know, a lot of times you might think, oh, I have to have this. And then it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. But then God says, oh, I see that you need this and won't. You know, you get what you... <laughs> but that's that's cool how the Lord's, like, shown you grace throughout that. I know, like, your testimony is very special and important, and there's been, like, growing up as your daughter, there's been a lot of p- points where, like, you've given me grace, and seeing how God has changed you as the man you are today now. Well, where you you've, are... you've given me grace also, because mm-hmm. I've not been a perfect dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I've... Even just yesterday, I <laughs> kind of yelled at you in the house. <laughs> just a little bit. And so I had to ask for forgiveness and say, I'm and sorry. And I gave him grace by saying, you know what, Dad? I don't forgive. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do forgive you. Yeah. But No, I think I feel like grace is kind of a big part about loving people. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they just kind of go hand in hand. If you love someone, you're going to give them grace, even though they don't deserve it. Right. I was talking um, the other day with Brennan, and we, because I was going over my notes, and something he pointed out was that grace is something we are given, mm-hmm. but we don't deserve it, and we're... Um, Mercy is something that we we're we're being we're not given what we deserve. So mm-hmm. it's like grace is something that we're given that is good, and mercy is something where um, we're like not going to hell is an example of mercy, and going to heaven is an example of grace. Mm-hmm. I remember that's what we used to talk about. I remember we had a youth group lesson all about grace and mercy. Um, but one thing I wrote down is grace is a free gift we receive from God. So we were kind of basing like this episode topic off of Ephesians 2, 8, and 10. Would you like to read that down? My favorite Bible verse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> really? This is your favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really good one. For Thanks. by grace you are saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are His creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. Mm-hmm. And with that verse, I think, like, the biggest thing I was thinking about when we were talking about these notes is that grace is a gift that we get from God that we don't really deserve. Like, he's He's freely giving us this gift of grace and saying, you know, you're stupid and you're doing things and you're sinning and you're messing up, but I'm still going to forgive you and I'm still going to love you. And I think that's one thing that we also have to be able to give to other people because we can't give grace until, you know, like we receive grace from the Lord. I really liked what Caitlin had to say there where you were talking about how grace is something that's love. Grace and love go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So I think a good question to ask if we find that it's hard to give gra- to to be kind to other people it's like do i really love them mm-hmm. you know cuz if you do love them like you were saying grace should be coming their way right exactly and i was talking to my mom about this last night and just like love grace is also a choice obviously you don't mm-hmm. have to love somebody you don't have to be graceful with them but if you choose to love them then you're choosing to Forgive them, overlook things that they're going to do that's dumb, and understanding that you're both human, you're both going to make mistakes, like there's nothing you can change about that. Mm -hmm. And no matter what we do, just like we can't earn grace from God, there's like nothing we can do to earn that. It's just freely given to us. Other people can't 
earn grace for themselves as well. Right. And I feel like that's something that, I mean, I forget about myself and about others because I feel like if I mess up, I have to earn my way back sometimes Mm -hmm. when in all reality, if they truly love you, they're going to give you that grace and you don't have to earn your spot back in their life or stuff like that. I was thinking another thing too, not only can you, you don't have to earn it, you don't you don't demand grace from other people either. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, Caitlin, give me some grace now. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like you don't you don't have to demand grace because you can't. Like what you said is like you can't really get it unless somebody's willing to give that to you. That kind of goes along with this Bible verse which I had. Um, it's Ephesians four thirty two. I gotta pull it up really quick. Um, But it was talking about, here it is. It says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgive, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And so it's like with that, God forgave us without us even asking for forgiveness. And so we sinned and Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And that was the biggest amount of grace that we could have ever received because we didn't deserve anything because we, you know, the people back then, they were saying, crucify Jesus. He doesn't deserve this. He's like this, this, this thing. He did all these things. And yet all he wanted to do was to take all this into the world onto his own shoulders and say, you know what? I know you all hate me right now, but this is for like, this is for eternity and this is for the rest of your life. So regardless of what you choose to believe and what you choose to support and if you choose to love me or not, I'm still going to give you this. I'm still going to die on the cross for you because that's what the Lord told him to do. There was that song, too, that you can sing, uh, His Mercy is More. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that song or not, mm-hmm. but it's like grace. It's like you almost think that grace will have like a limit. You know, it's like there's a mm-hmm. limit to grace, but it's like, no. I mean, just when you think you don't deserve it, then it's like right there. I, I don't know if I was talking about this at my youth group a couple weeks ago or what, but I heard it somewhere. And we were talking about how like... With prayer, when we ask for things, we kind of tend to ask for small things mm-hmm. because we aren't actually, like, believing that God's going to be that good to us. And I feel like that goes in hand with grace. Like, a lot of the times we ask for forgiveness for the small things, and then if we do something bad that's right. worse, we kind of just, like, assume, like, God's not going to forgive us for that and He's not going to be graceful with us. But in our reality, it's like you said, there's no limit to His grace. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like His love. His love is never failing. It's never ending. And just like his, like that, His grace is has no limit. Right. And I think that also goes into, like, when you are disappointed in yourself or when you're going through life and you're struggling with things, it's so easy to beat down on yourself immediately and not being like, this is what I am capable of. This is what I know I'm good at. Or, like, even with like small things, if you mess mess up a task or if you mess up something, like it's just the small stuff, and you're like, "Well, that was so stupid of me." Like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just so dumb. Or beating yourself down. That's what I struggle with, like constantly, is beating myself down for things that like I can't really control the outcome. And so it's like the you have to be able to give grace to yourself, but also the only reason why we can give grace to ourselves is because God gave it to us first. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> it's real easy to. Um, I mean, you just, you can pound yourself all the time over any little things or big things or, I mean, anything you can, you can be your own worst critic, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that the best thing to remember, um, and it takes a long time, I think, for this to settle in, but I mean, do you really believe that you are loved Mm -hmm. most at the end of the day? You know, do you really believe 
you know, when you think of like, what do you think God thinks about you? You know, and if that first thought isn't love, you know, it's like, oh, well, why not? Because mm-hmm. I think God does love us most. And it's just kind of being able to settle into that. If you know you're loved that much, then you, I mean, why why are you beating yourself up over something that God, I mean, He's not beating you up. Right. He loves you. And so why are you choosing to beat yourself up over something that... Either God's forgiven or it's just a mistake, you mm-hmm. know, you didn't intentionally do it or maybe it's just the way you are, you know? Right. Or people use that as an excuse. It's like, it's just the way I am too. Or Some people make mouth noises when they talk into microphones. <laughs> it's just the way I am. Don't do it, Ryan. <laughs> so sorry. No. No, but like... I, I wanted think... to add a little comedy moment there for Whoa. just a second. Sorry. No, but I feel like with Grace, a lot of the times we kind of... We're so concerned about what others are viewing of us and what we kind of view of ourselves when I feel like in all reality, you shouldn't be looking at yourself how you even think of yourself, but Mm -hmm. how God thinks of us. Like, I've been struggling with that lately, like how I view myself and all these things, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of gone into my anxiety, and I'm like, well, who am I going to choose to listen to? Myself, who is human and makes mistakes and thinks dumb things, people who barely even know me or the one person who knows everything about me and Mm. loves me regardless. And no matter how many times I make a mistake or say things I shouldn't, he's going to show up with arms wide open and giving me grace for everything that I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is really good. (laughs) Round of applause. That's That's really good. No, I think that's like, that's something that, like growing up especially because I don't know when I was younger I was very insecure of like my image and like what I looked like and like especially being a counselor last summer that's something that I realized so many young girls are struggling with especially in senior high and junior high and so being able to like realize that I wasn't ever alone in that but I did feel very alone at the time because I was just so I don't know I think it's just a mindset of like nobody else ever feels like this or I feel so alone but I like never gave myself grace in the fact that like oh I'm I'm a happy child I'm growing I'm you know a teenager you're everything's like changing in your life and so like it's easy to compare yourself to that and say oh well I just I can't do anything right I look like this so I'm not good enough it's like you have to realize that it's okay to be changing and growing and that like you're not going to always be like somebody else or you're not going to always be the perfect standard of whatever because there is no perfect standard. And so giving yourself grace to be like, it's okay if you have like differences. That's one thing that like, especially with my campers, it was really interesting to explain that to them and have them like understand that. I don't know. It was just like, there's grace in everything. And I think we forget to give it to ourselves because we think we don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, comparison kills. Right, we did an episode about that. <laughs> I I listened to that episode. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really good. Good. Yeah, and I think that's a problem um, when you look at other people. It's like you just said, Caitlin. When you look at other people, or you look at yourself, and other people are sinful and have agendas. You know, everybody's trying to like stack the deck so that they look better or they right. appear better. Or, you know, now I have extra pressure in my life because you made me get be real. <laughs> So now I have I have to take cool pictures and stuff. And I was I was getting ready to take a picture of myself last night, and I just had a bowl of rice checks sitting at the in the kitchen. And I was like, dude, I've got to find something different to take a picture of than See, this. See, but then you're not even being real. I know I'm being fake, and I think that's the problem. So then I had to run into your bedroom and take a picture of you. And, 
Jocelyn watching whatever you were watching. Which you did if you want to follow Ryan and be real. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> the only people that can follow me are people that Caitlin, know me. Caitlin, me, and yes. Nathaniel. Other, you're not going to get in there. So, but that's. I think that that's the problem. Why do people want to be fake? Right. You know, why do you feel the need to be fake? Like, why did I feel the need? Because it's like, I didn't want to look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're trying to please everyone else except for the one person that actually matters. Oh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> if these mics could drop, this would be a mic drop moment. These mics are not moving, but they would drop to the floor if they could. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm. I think another thing, one verse that has been my favorite Bible verse throughout, like, my whole testimony, it's 2 Corinthians 12, 9, um, and it just talks about how God's grace is sufficient for us, but it starts, I don't have the whole thing written down, but it says, um, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness, and I think that also can go, like, into play, it's like, when you're feeling weak, and when you're feeling like you have absolutely no strength, like, God already has grace on hand for you, and He's got... You know, his presence and his power is ready to just lift you up out of that. But sometimes you have to ask him for grace. And sometimes you have to ask him for like, hey, I need, I need this. I'm struggling with this. Like when you were talking about like, when we pray sometimes only for forgiveness and the little things, like we have to not only ask for, God, I just need strength for today. But like, can I have strength for every day? I need, you know. And not asking it selfishly, you know, but it's just like sometimes you're fully struggling and you need God's grace to fulfill you and you need that like in your heart more than you would another day, if that makes sense. I feel like this kind of goes into the topic we're going to talk about next time. But um, when you're asking for grace, what what are you asking it for? Are you asking it for it so it can benefit yourself Mm -hmm. or are you doing it so that you can benefit God in spreading his word and everything like that and so that you can benefit others. I mean, something I said a while back was a lot of the time we pray for strength and we pray for wisdom and a lot of the times we don't realize it, but when we pray for that, God gives us situations right. to be strong mm-hmm. and to learn and become wise. And that's what I feel like if we're asking to be more graceful, not only obviously with ourselves, but with others, He's going to give us opportunities to be graceful with others, and we have to yeah. choose to be graceful with others. Um, or I just had a Bible verse. A Bible verse that I was reading was Colossians 4, 6. It says, Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. And I think that that's such an important thing. So, like, when I, when Linnea and I are having a conversation and I'm telling her something that, like, I might be struggling with or mistakes I've made, like, I would want her to be kind, but Mm -hmm. also in forgiving for what I've done, but also giving me, like, wisdom and not just like letting me move on and be like oh right. you're good and not like helping me learn from it right yeah when you screw up um and then someone has to forgive you this is one of the things that i've learned in my marriage sometimes i am the guy who wants to do the wrong i've done the wrong thing and now i just want to be forgiven and move on mm-hmm. just like can how how quickly can we get through this right. but then what my wife wants to do is help me to understand what I just did. So you can learn from it. Yeah. Do you know how much this hurt me? Mm -hmm. Do you know how it made me feel? Do you know? And so it's like, oh, this this is really kind of hurting 
it felt like it's hurting me. Right. It's not. It's helping me mm-hmm. to not want to go back and do that thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't don't raise your voice. Watch your tone. <laughs> you know, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Help out around the house. Just don't be, a, you know, sitting around doing nothing. Um, whatever. You you need to hear how your behavior has affected someone else. And sometimes that's them offering that grace without being, like, screaming in your face about what you need to be fixing. Because sometimes, like, somebody can be building up that anger. And, like, so when arguments like that happen, I know, like, you and I, we, my dad and I are very similar, so we think a lot of the same. We're very like on the same page and we'll get mad at each other sometimes and it's just well I'm right near right and I'm right near right blah, blah 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 and so we forget to like forgive each other on okay I understand that you and I butt heads because we're so similar and so it's like I know you don't want to hear this but I'm going to give it to you anyway I'm, I'm, listen- I'm listening right but like you know what I mean it's like you have to you got to find that equal balance of okay we've understood that we've offended each other and you can't just move on without forgiveness and giving grace to somebody because if you're just like the bible talks about don't go to bed on your anger and so like if you're living life with people in a community with your church especially with church people there's always like church drama and people getting offended and like as my dad like even dad today like i notice people just get upset about things and they talk to him and it's like he's like okay well we'll get it worked out and like he gives grace to them immediately because, you know, I don't know. It's just as like a pastor, I feel like you have to give a lot more grace sometimes than people deserve. It's not going to be better if you're snarky. Right. You yeah. know, hey, I've got a problem. Oh, yeah? Well, you do have a problem. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to go well from there, right? I mean, so somehow you have to, if you're a grace, what is that? Full of grace seasoned with salt is what the verse mm-hmm. you just read from Colossians. So if we're full of grace, I mean, wow, people are going to be liking hanging out with us because it's like not about us and there's a lot of... Just wholeness. a lot of love for people. Yeah. And, but well, you don't want to take that and manipulate it and become like a yeah. people pleaser to always give grace and be the best person ever. Well, I feel like that's something I had in my notes was remembering that you can have boundaries, but also being graceful with other people. Mm-hmm. Like um, when I was in high school, there was always people that like I, I didn't really like, but I, was, I wasn't going to be rude to that person if they came up and talked to me. I wasn't, right. you know doesn't mean I have to be best friends with them or anything, but I think you can be gracious with a person after they've hurt you multiple times, but also understanding that you don't have to keep that person in your life and you can still respect them and be kind to them and forgive them from a distance. And I feel like that's definitely something I've learned throughout my life. It's like, it's, it's also not worth it to hold on to those things. I feel like we think at the end of the day, that it's going to make us feel so much better about ourselves if we're holding these things against people mm-hmm. and make ourselves feel better. But at the end of the day, it's just like really draining you. Mm-hmm. And it, there's so much freedom and grace, I feel like, being graceful with ourselves and being graceful with others. And the biggest thing with grace to me is just having that understanding that we're all human. Right. And looking at it as God looks to us when he gives us grace mm-hmm. and be like, I love you. I know you made a mistake, and I understand you You didn't completely understand what you were doing because sometimes when we do things that the Bible tells us not to, sometimes we don't understand how bad it really is. And right. so in order to learn that, sometimes we have to go through things, and 
that's the whole point. A lot of the times, if we don't learn from going through those things, God's going to continue to put us through those things until we actually learn from that. Right. And I think, like, going with that is how, like, relieving is it to not be angry at somebody? You know, when you're struggling in a friendship and you've got, like, built-up anger and frustration and miscommunication, and you're just like, well, they're like this, and they're like this, and they've done this, and it's like... That's exhausting. It's exhausting to be frustrated at somebody, especially when you want to reconcile things or you're afraid to reconcile things because the way they've taken things in the past has never been graceful. So it's like, why should I give them grace because they don't deserve it because they've never given it back to me? But that's where the Lord's like, okay, you have to realize that like you didn't deserve any of the grace I gave you, but I still give it to you anyways. And so that's what you have to do with relationships in your life. And sometimes you might never receive like the grace you want from somebody and you might not receive like the apology or I forgive you type thing. But also like that's where the Lord's the Lord's hands just going to play and he's going to give you that like relief in the end anyways, regardless of, like, the situation, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Paul was like, the verse you shared, Linnea, you're talking about 2 Corinthians when Paul... 432. 12.9? Oh, yeah. The one where he was... Oh, Corinthians, yeah. Paul had a really bad thing in his life, a physical problem that God had allowed to happen, and he really didn't want to have it anymore. And so he was begging, please take it away, please take it away, please take it away. Mm -hmm. And then God said, no, my grace is made perfect. And so in weakness, and so God wasn't going to take it away. You know, so sometimes we might have troubles with people and relationships and stuff. And it's like, I just want this problem to go away. And it's not going away. Mm -hmm. But God can give you a grace to, to keep going through that hard situation. You know, sometimes it's not easy. Right. But grace does, you know... No relationship is ever going to be perfect. Yeah. And so all relationships do need grace, you know, and it's like, well, I just wish it were better. And it's like, yeah, everybody does, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I want it better and it's not going to get better. It's just, or maybe it will a little, but it's not about us and what we want. It's all, it's like what you said. It's about God's going to keep bringing you situations that you might need to work through. It's like, I thought I learned this already. <laughs> and nope, mm -hmm. you need to do class number two on whatever, you know. It's actually what we were talking about in church days, Romans 6. I had this written down before even the message today, but Romans 6:14 says for sin for sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law but under grace. And I think that like also can come into play is like we are under grace under the grace of God. And so we can live in that freely knowing that like we don't have to earn his grace. Like we don't have to do everything to build up everything to say, this is what I did, this is what I did, do I do I get this back? Like, am I in trouble if I didn't do enough for you? Because God's freely giving that to you. Yeah. Grace is free. Mm -hmm. It's not deserved. And I think that we have to keep correcting our mind, right? Because, yeah. like, we think, don't we think like we, hey, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. How can and we, we get kind of cocky with it. I feel like I was just thinking about that because sometimes we earn, like, a job that we think we did all this hard work and like aren't thinking about like others at all and we just want to keep it all to ourselves where like grace is a gift something we never earn so why why not share that gift with other people mm -hmm. it's it's something we talked about in church today is just being like like just making sure that 
you're thinking of others as well and not just thinking about yourself in that situation. And you're like, well, they don't deserve to be forgiven, and I deserve to hold this over their head for the rest of their lives. When in reality, we deserve to have (laughs) everything we've ever done wrong held over our head for the rest of our life, but God doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. So how is that fair to somebody else when we're constantly being forgiven and we can't forgive them for something? It's like it's probably way less worse than what we're doing to God. Right. It's like that. What is it? Where is it, Dad? You know the Bible better than I do. But Maybe. That, I don't know. But it's the Bible story that talks about how, like, the guy owed the guy some money, and he's like, no, I'm never, like, going to pay you back because he was so— yeah. He had such a prideful heart in saying, you owed me this and you owed me this, so I'm going to throw you in jail. But he's like, no, just wait. I just—I have enough time I, if I can work a little bit more. What it, what what is that from? It's uh, the parable of the um, unmerciful servant. Mm-hmm. So I think it's in Luke, but I can't remember for sure. But you're right. So it's a guy who owed this guy a lot of money, and then he wanted more time to pay it back. But then the, his master forgave him, mm-hmm. and then he went out and choked somebody. <laughs> Not literally choked him, but <laughs> it's like he went out and some guy owed him like five bucks. Yeah, and he like had him thrown thrown in jail for five bucks. Right. And it's like, but you were given a million dollar forgiveness and you're out choking people for five bucks? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, so why don't you give, you received mercy. Why don't you give mercy? You received grace. Why don't you, it kind of shows that if you're not giving it, and maybe this is a little pointed, if you're not able to give grace to other people, did you really, do you really understand what it's all about? Exactly. I think that's a very good point. Um... That kind of goes along with, I had that written down as the best way to give yourself grace is to give it to others first, but also like the only way we can receive, we can give grace is because God gave it to us first. And I said that like earlier, but like we, I think it's hard to give yourself grace sometimes because you put yourself on such a high pedestal of like perfection or you have to do this or you have to do this, or you see somebody else succeeding in a different way you wish you could be. And so that's when you're like, I should have done this, so I don't deserve to live this way. Or you, you know, you're comparing yourself to what you think you deserve, but get frustrated when you, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to make sense, but it's no, making sense. No, I think sense. that makes sense. Um, but I feel like that that goes exactly into what I was saying earlier of it's not about how we view ourselves and, like, we shouldn't be putting ourselves on that pedestal, like, expecting ourselves to be perfect and make all the right decisions, think all the right thoughts, have the right reactions. Like that's the whole point of grace. It's why Jesus died on the cross is so that we can be given grace for the mistakes that we're going to make because there's no doubt we're going to make them no matter how hard we try. We can't avoid that. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, why stress yourself out about not trying to make mistakes and just be who God made you to be, and you're going to make mistakes, and that's okay, but also not abusing that grace. Mm -hmm. Because um, something uh, Brennan told me this morning, because he was watching a bunch of sermons on grace, (laughs) because I told him we were doing this, um, he was like, a lot of the times we think because we are given grace by God that we can just go out and do whatever we right. want because we're just going to be forgiven for mm-hmm. it. That's but what that's, we just read this yeah, morning in church. That's just it's and it's not the whole, that's not the point of grace. It's Right, it's very abusive. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have some person smacking you in the face <laughs> all the time. I forgive you. Smacks yeah, you again. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's crazy. I mean, why would you keep smacking someone in the face when you know 
it kind of hurts to be smacked in the face. Exactly. And you're not thinking of that person either when you're treating them like that. I don't know what you're thinking about if you're... very (laughs) selfish decision. This is fine. (laughs) Ow, you're hurting me. That's the sound effect we need is a slap in the face. (laughs) But I think grace is such... It's such an important thing and... I, I really like how you said that if we don't understand what grace is for ourselves, we can't really give it to other people. It's kind of like the Bible says about we have to accept and receive and understand God's love in order to love others correctly. Right. Because if we don't understand how he loves us and and how to love others, then we're never going to know how to do it correctly. And that kind of, like, reminds me of, like, the fruits of the Spirit. Like, how are you going to be able to share the fruits of the Spirit with other people without understanding what they actually are? If you don't know love, joy, peace, patience, how are you going to be able to give any of those to other people and expect them to give it back if you haven't studied and you haven't understood and you haven't, like, asked God for that wisdom in your life? I think grace is also something you can't pick and choose. You can't be like, (laughs) they deserve to give me something better. I like Caitlin, so I'm going to give Caitlin grace. (laughs) But not Linnea. Right. Or like like Linnea did this little thing. She she stole my last french fry, (laughs) and then Ryan stole my whole cheeseburger, so I'm not going to forgive him at all, but I'll forgive Linnea. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and and, and then again, that's like living by performance. It's living by works, you know, so it's like perform well and I'll give you grace. And that absolutely defeats grace because grace is not based on performing. It's not not based on action. No, it's based on you not deserving it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man. If you think about it, we don't deserve like anything. And that's the funniest thing is like how much like we've said grace so many times because that's a whole episode. So it's kind of funny. But like God gave us so much grace to send his one and only son to die on the cross for us when we didn't. We didn't do anything that could have deserved that. And we were so selfish, and we crucified him, and we wanted him dead. And then he still rose again three days later because he had so much more in store for us with grace and with love and with, like, that he's just so forgiving. And I think sometimes we forget to do that ourselves, and we forget to do that with each other because, like, Caitlin and I in our friendship, I feel like we really haven't had any, like, super bad things or, like, really big arguments. Like, never. (laughs) Knock on wood. (laughs) I thought someone was coming in the door. It's like, no, we're podcasting right now. Please please don't come in. But it's because I feel like we understand each other, like, this is what I'm struggling with and this is what I need help with. Or, like, here's what I'm, like, hurt by. Or, like... I just feel like we've never, like, built up so much anger towards each other that, like, she doesn't deserve to have any of this because it's, like, we communicate well and, like, we've both given each other enough grace to understand what it means. And understanding, like, like, I have an understand—this is something Linnea and I always talk about, (laughs) but Linnea is such, like, an encouraging person and, like, she gets so excited for me when I do things (laughs) because I think that's such— an important thing because we, we understand the joy of what it feels like for ourselves, but mm-hmm. it's also like understanding what they're going through and that they're experiencing that joy and just being so like excited for them. Like whenever I text <laughs> Linnea things about my relationship and she's just like, I'm so happy for <laughs> you. And, I like, am. and that's the thing. And that's, that's such an important thing. I feel like is just understanding 
what it what that other person is feeling. Right. So like when we're giving, when we when it comes to grace, understanding that like you've probably been in that situation that that person has gone through and like the mistakes they've made. If if not exactly that situation, but a similar situation. And understanding that you've been there before, so giving them grace—it's—it's it's just such an important thing because it's—it's it's so not worth it. It's not worth holding on to things. Right. It's—it it's, just makes your life so much worse. It's like replaying a sad scene from a movie in your head over and over again. And it's like, what's the point of that though? What is that? It's not—it's not doing anything for you. It's kind of like having fear and anxiety of something in the future, like things that might happen. It's like, well, you replaying that over and over in your head isn't going to do anything for you. It doesn't change the outcome. And just like the fact that you keep replaying what that person did to you or said to you over and over again in your head, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it worse. It's like, move on. It's 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 not worth it. It's going to affect you more than it's going to affect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that when people do have a grace, like when it's really hit home, it's like they have a focus on, man, I've received a lot of grace from God. So there's like a God focus, but then there's an also an others focus, you know, so like I want to give this or I'm giving this. I've received it from God. I'm going to give it to other people. And it's like, well, where where am I in there? You know, it's like I see hear you talking about yeah. God and then I hear you talking about other people. Well, what about me? And it's like, yeah, there's a lot less me when you're really understanding what grace is all about. Exactly, and that's kind of what Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 is talking about. It's not about us. It's not about our works. It's all about what He did for us and what we're supposed to be doing for others. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point. It's, Th- it has that's very freeing. nothing to do uh, yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, lost all of my thought bubbles, but it's okay. I think, like... With with everything we've said, kind of closing off this episode, but, like, it's just so important to remember that, like, it's okay to, you know, you can, you can feel feelings and stuff, but also don't let that determine how you love people. And don't let your anger or spite or frustration or anything affect the way you love people because Jesus didn't do that to us when he died on the cross. And I think we have to remember that, like, there's so much mercy and grace in that and the relationship that we do have with the Lord. And so it's important to remember to give grace to yourself, not only with, like, you know, in the small things, but But also in everything. And then same thing with other people. Love the people the way you want to be loved. And, like, the Bible talks about that. Treat your neighbor as yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's important to be living that way because if you're not, you're just going to be miserable. And you want to be able to love the Lord and have the fruits of the Spirit and be able to walk in freedom because I feel like with grace, freedom is also hand in hand because you're not holding those grudges. You're not, you know, it's just I feel like without grace, you're just an angry person. And who wants to be an angry person their whole life? Exactly. <laughs> I think um, something that to last say about grace is that just kind of like saying what I said earlier is just remembering that like not to look 
at others and yourself, how you might view the others or how they might view you. But it's all about looking at others through the eyes of God and how God sees everyone and how God sees everything, not just people, not just just like a situation or um, what the weather's like outside. Like, you know, you have to look at life through the lenses of how God sees it and how he sees us, which is with love and grace and joy and mm-hmm. just compassion and right. all of that. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what we're doing and neither <laughs> does anyone else. So why are we so concerned about our own opinions and their opinions mm-hmm. when it doesn't even matter? Yeah, because God does know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's the only one. I sure don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you, Dad, for joining. It's great. A lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Round of applause for Ryan White. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you joining, and um, it's special having my dad on here. Yep, very nice. Thank so, you. But thank you guys for listening. We hope this was encouraging to you. Um, if you have any feedback or anything you'd like to share with us about this episode or any ideas that you'd like us to talk about in the future, please let us know. Um, you can follow us on social media, and Caitlin will link that down below. Um, but, yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.